Did you just get bamboozled and laid off from your last tech company? Maybe you have a plan for your career. Maybe you're just not sure what to do next. Either way, we got you. Hi, it's your host, Samantha and Maria, and we're back with another episode that you don't want to miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. We'll be diving deep into this topic, but before we do, make sure you hit that like button and subscribe. So I was looking on your Twitter and I saw that you got recently laid off. What was your first reaction when you heard off your layoff announcement? My first reaction was definitely shock. So I knew like the economy isn't great and I heard of layoffs coming in from like other companies, but I was definitely shocked by it because it was right after KubeCon and after my experience at KubeCon, like I was talking to leadership about future projects for next year and that kind of planning. So it kind of took me by surprise. This is also my first job in tech, well, full-time job in tech. So maybe I just wasn't as good at looking at the warning signs, but definitely shock, definitely hurt because of the way it was communicated to me. It was like a lot of anxiety that didn't need to be there, I feel like. But I know that now that I want a company that will treat their employees like just as well through a layoff as they would like through the onboarding process. So that's a really complicated way of saying shocked, but also learning about how to weed out companies for the future. Yeah, I like the fact that you said that you want to look, find companies that onboard the same way they kind of offboard people. Because I actually never thought about that when a company, like that's a good question to ask. Like what happens when employees leave the company? What, what are some of your terms? That'd be a great question to ask. You also mentioned that the communication around the layoffs wasn't very well. Like, How was the communication from leadership? Communication for the leadership, I would say, honestly, little to none. So the layoffs happened on a Monday, but I had taken that day off. I think like, I just had a headache from all the traveling. So I was still in Slack while the layoffs were happening. So I would see like people saying goodbye. It was nice working with y'all, but never getting an official email from the CEO or anybody or HR. And then I'd get a bunch of text messages from my colleagues like this so-and-so got laid off, so-and-so got laid off. I see this meeting on somebody's calendar. I think they're going to get laid off. But there was nothing official from leadership until I think like 6 p.m. that night. And then I received an email from HR to my personal email scheduling a meeting for the morning. But then they came out with like an email, like they had it all hands like an hour before I was supposed to be laid off. So I was like, I'm not going to go to that. I don't know. I feel like it was very mismanaged for sure. Like I feel like you're supposed to send that email before the layoffs. Like it kind of felt like a firing squad of like getting a text message of like, oh shoot, am I neck? That kind of thing. And you shouldn't put that kind of, that layer of anxiety on like your employee or former employee, especially like for such a small company. I think it was like less than 150 people. Like you need to have a process, especially because the industry isn't that big. And if you have a reputation for not treating people well, that kind of spreads. So you're not able to grow in that kind of way. And I think it just tells you everything they need to know. Like they don't respect you enough to give you a heads up. That's crazy. Yeah, that's very crazy. I'm sorry that you went through that whole process. I have been hearing about all these tech layoffs from some of my friends. And it sounds like usually the company CEO will send out a, a blog post of like why they're doing layoffs, like what kind of compensation you'll get, this, that, and the third. But it sounds like your company did the opposite. You were hearing through the grapevine that this was happening and there wasn't like any formal communication. So I am really sorry about that. Did you think there was going to be a layoff happening before all of this? I knew in my heart, but like not the scale and not 
at that time because it was like the Monday before Thanksgiving and it was right before AWS reInvent. So like that's one of their biggest like lead generation things. And part of my job was lead generation. So I was like, hmm, that's suspicious. Like right before the time that I'm supposed to help you guys make more money. But I would say like, it sounds bad, but I didn't expect it to happen to me. I know that's really bad to say, but I just felt secure when I shouldn't have. I don't think it's bad to say that. Usually as engineers, we feel like we are a little safer than everybody else, but we all have the same struggles. So yeah. Were you prepared for a layoff happening like in terms of like your personal preparedness? I mean, I always try to save money ahead of time, like always have like a pool. Like I was looking for a job anyway, but I, I thought I would take the holidays to do it and take my time. So like in the back of my head, I'm always like networking all the time, like stay in contact with hiring managers and recruiters from other companies always in the way that I feel like most engineers in this day and age are. But to say that I was ready, the answer is no, because I was comfortable. I liked my job a lot, and I really wasn't ready to leave yet. Now, are you looking for another job? Are you telling people that you are open to new opportunities? What is your status? I'm currently looking for a job. I don't think fun employment looks good on me. <laughs> I need something to do. But I haven't made my official LinkedIn post, but I think I'm going to do that later this afternoon. I was waiting for final exams to be over before I dedicated myself to interviews, because in my experience, like studying for tech interviews is like taking a course, it feels like. So I wanted to give my best effort, especially now that I'm transitioning from developer advocacy into hardcore like DevOps engineering slash software engineering roles. But yeah, I, I'm looking for a job. I'm very open about it. I was very open about my status when I went to um, Open Source Finance Forum conference. So actually, another pro tip, if you are fun employed, look for like local meetups and conferences because there's always somebody who knows somebody that's hiring there and just showing your face, talking about a product or a technology that you're really passionate about makes you look good and kind of gets you through the first door, in my opinion. Is that speaking in the meetups or is it more just like walking around talking to people? I think speaking helps because then you can say like, oh, I'm an expert at this, you know, subtopic. So even though I'm not a software engineer, I would consider myself, you know, highly qualified to talk about open source contributions for, you know, engineers working with open source communities. I know about that experience. So that kind of thing. Present yourself as an expert at some sub niche that somebody else is interested in. I agree with that. I've spoken in the past many times. And when you speak, for me, I'm an introvert. So it is kind of hard. It takes a lot of energy from me. But the after fact is actually really good because a lot of people will come up to you and want to talk to you and want to get to know you. So that makes it easier for you to make that networking connections and you can share your Twitter. I actually, when I network, I never say I'm looking for a job. I will maybe follow up in an email later if they give me their email or Twitter saying, hey, I was looking for a job, but I never do it on the spot because that's kind of weird. <laughs> but some people are more bold than I am. <laughs> no, I'm just abusing my student status. I say, oh, I'm graduating in May. I'm looking for a job. <laughs> I gotta do think. what you gotta do girl <laughs> i gotta i gotta abuse it while i, while I still can so I mentioned that companies were giving out these letters and they're giving out in some benefits like sometimes they're giving out severance pay helping you with cobra which is like insurance did your company give you any benefits when you were laid off yes yes they gave us a few weeks of severance pay and I think two months of benefits. So I never used the benefits because abusing my parents' health insurance <laughs> while I still can. So they gave me a cash equivalent of that. 
yeah, I, I was able to barter with HR. I used the puppy dog eyes of, I'm talking to you instead of my manager. Give me some money. <laughs> Run me my check. <laughs> yeah, actually, pro tip, negotiate with HR on your way out. For example, in my case, my personal computer is broken. So I needed my computer after finals. So like I negotiated to keep my computer for an extra month as I like transition. I was able to negotiate the monetary equivalent of benefits just as cash. I was able to negotiate my, what's it called, my educational expenses to be paid out to me that I didn't use. You did a lot more than I would even think of. Your educational expenses that you didn't use, getting that paid out. What? That's awesome Oh, and, and my travel. And all of my travel expenses, I got them to pay for that. That is awesome to hear that you are negotiating. Okay, I love it. Because what are they going to do, fire you? Oh, yeah, that's true. They- <laughs> <laughs> That is very true. All they can do is fire you. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Anything else that you wish that you would have done to prepare for a layoff? Honestly, like, I'm going through this experience of, like, having to rewrite a new resume. So always, like, write down all of your, like, even your quarter three goals. Like, I don't know how people do it with their managers. So, like, all those goals, save that into an external place that's not your work documents. And then put them in your resume. And then for the ones you haven't completed, you can take them off later. But then you can always like keep a running tally of your things. So you're not going having to go back and remember. So you can just keep it going while it's still fresh. And then I would say just like always have like a job in your back pocket. I know that sounds kind of weird, but like always be applying for jobs constantly and getting your name out there. So as soon as you feel like something's off, like anything in your stomach that makes you feel like something's off, like immediately start interviewing for other companies. I like that advice. I think we get so comfortable at our jobs, we sometimes forget our value and like what we are actually worth. So it is important to, you know, every once in a while, take an interview. It doesn't mean that you actually have to take the job, but you see like what other companies are looking for. And sometimes if you get an offer, maybe you can negotiate if you're kind of ready to leave, because sometimes some, some companies don't really do the offer negotiation, but some do. So I like your advice. I think you're on the right track. <laughs> Did you file for unemployment? I'm in the process of it. California Unemployment, that website, honestly, hit me up if they need a DevOps engineer because some, somebody's not running that website correctly. <laughs> That's <laughs> <But> government <laughs> for you. <laughs> I mean, if a government job is just me keeping up a non-functioning website, sign me up. I hear those benefits are great. If it's remote, sign me up. Sign me up. But yeah, I'm filing for unemployment. I mean, I'm very privileged to, you know, have some savings, have a supportive family like not have any dependents, like my dog's lifestyle is not going to change very much (laughs) while I'm being laid off. So I'm very privileged in that sense, but definitely file for unemployment, never feel embarrassed to do so. I think some people have like a stigma about it, but just file for unemployment. Like that's your money that you're letting the government use on other stuff. Thank you so much for coming on the show and being so open about your experience with layoffs. Right now it's like a hot topic. So thank you so much. Talk to y'all later. Bye.